This, 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 this is mythical. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is a much smaller table than I'm used to. <laughs> it's so tiny. This is so small. I'm normally like all the way under the table. I feel exposed right now. Everybody can see my legs. Um, well, welcome everyone to Trevor Talks Too Much. Hello. Thank you, wow. thank you. Um, hi, Shane and Courtney. Hello. Hello, Trevor. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm, I'm so excited to talk too much with you. You're you're excited to be here. That's huge for me. That's really big. <laughs> That's a first. Uh, these are my friends, not just my kind of coworkers. They're my friends. No, we're buddies, dude. Yeah, we hang yeah. out. We hang out. We're good um, friends. Yeah, we. Uh, I was. It's funny. I was talking to Jamie, my producer. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Yes. Um, I'm if, over here in the corner. Yes, Jamie's in the back there. If you ever listen to my podcast, you know that Jamie is the hero and I'm the villain. Um, and she makes everything work well. And I just kind of talk and she makes it something kind of cool, which is awesome. Was Jamie doing the Patrick Warburton voice earlier? Who was, I, doing who was that? Oh, that? Who was doing that voice? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird hearing my own voice play like through the speaker because I don't listen to my show ever. I like I have I've listened to maybe like two episodes, and when I do the Patrick Orbert verse, I'm like, this is great. This is so this is spot on. <laughs> and I just heard it and I was like, I actually did that. That sounds like crap. <laughs> um, but no, thank you guys for coming. Thank Thanks for, for having us, here. dude. It was a huge surprise when Rhett and Link knocked on our door and they're like, hey, you two. Do you want to come along to this cool thing we're making called Mythicon? I was like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Rhett and Link went to their homes and knocked on their doors and said, "You're coming to Austin, Texas." Yeah, there was a knock at the door, and I opened the I opened the door, and there's just some shoes and legs, and then Rhett lifted the roof off of my house <laughs> and looked in and said, "Now I'm a big man, and I want you at Mythicon," <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. This is here. um this is my first ever like convention. Really? Yeah. Wow. Seriously? I have been to one convention before and it was an anime convention in Boise, Idaho. Wow. Lit. Which is exactly what you'd expect it to be. 
I was there for like two hours. Me and my friends were like, wouldn't it be hysterical if we went to AnimeCon in Boise? Um, yeah, and then after two hours, we were like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to no. go. <laughs> no, I bet it was so cool. I, I've always wanted to go to that one. Yeah, the one in Boise, Idaho. The one in Boise, Idaho. Yeah, in downtown Because you know Boise. Napoleon Dynamite's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to be. Well, no, that was in Preston, which is actually in northern Idaho. So okay. It's, like, it's pretty far from Boise. Uh, okay. You obviously okay, don't you know two. Okay, you two. <laughs> wow. Uh, you, you guys have probably been to a lot of cons. Um, with Smosh, it's actually been really fun. Like, yeah, it's done Comic-Con, VidCon. I love VidCon, but, like, it's so cool to be at a place that it's not just a bunch of channels. It's cool to see a bunch of different people coming around who love a bunch of different YouTubers, but to see everybody who's interested in the same community is so, so cool. And I hope that there's, like, more in the future. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, like a, maybe, like, a Smosh Con. <laughs> maybe, like, an Ian Con. <laughs> just Ian Con. <laughs> just Ian Con. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love Ian. I remember when I first met Ian, because, like, I mean, I was, like, whatever, 10 years old when Ian and Anthony started Smosh, and I was like, yeah. this is the funniest stuff ever. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! And then I met Ian, and I was like, wow, this is, like, just a dude. <laughs> he's just, he's just, just a dude. Guy. This is just some guy. Um, do you have any, like, crazy con experiences oh my gosh we were just we were just talking about this i like i'm trying to remember i'm so sorry um, <laughs> I'm like, no, i probably have a couple there's one that comes to my head immediately which i think was either my first or second vid it was my second vidcon yeah and uh we were like walking out of the convention center we were like walking towards like a, a shuttle or a bus and a fan who, like, loved Smosh a lot. Uh, yeah. But she essentially tackled me. <laughs> like, uh, she, she literally picked me up off the ground. Like, she hugged me and picked me up off the ground, and I didn't know what was happening. Wow. And she then, picked then you up? She literally picked me up. Well, she was strong. and like pretty she, small. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm kidding, Shane. Right. I'm kidding. We are five minutes okay. in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the back... The last 30 minutes of this podcast is just us fighting. Yeah. Physically fighting yeah. into the crowd. Yeah. Uh, just rolling around. You're just hearing like Looney Tunes sound effects. <laughs> um, but uh, she set me down and then was just like, I'm a huge fan, like whatever. And I was just like, okay. Like, <laughs> uh, but that was crazy. Um, uh, otherwise, I feel like they've been pretty chill. I will say... I'm sure there's a lot of people here who have been to Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. I, my experience at Comic-Con is... I, it's fun, but it's also at times horrifying because when you're on the convention center, it's like you're swimming through people. Yeah. It's, oh it is God. so packed that it's, it's, you can barely move. Uh, I don't do well in those situations. I freak <laughs> out a little bit. I weirdly thrive in those situations because it's like you're kind of like in the thick of the world and like you're yeah. kind of invisible in a way. Yeah. Um, and I love people watching. Uh, conventions are wonderful for people watching, especially when there's cosplay and just seeing, you just get to look at people and I love doing that. Yeah, yeah. I was sad I missed VidCon because Oh like, yeah, you didn't go this year. Growing up in Idaho, like I said, there's not a lot of cons that come through. We didn't have a lot. And then I moved to LA and then the freaking Pangea happened and we're all stuck inside for two years. 
And so then nothing was going on. And I was like, oh, I moved to LA and now I get to sit in my apartment. Which I'm like, not saying that I would have done anything else. Like I probably- I was gonna say, that was what I was doing before <laughs> the Pangea. Yeah, but I wanna go, and then yeah, I missed VidCon this year because I like went home to visit my family. That's so lame. Ew. That's yeah. gross. Lame. Oh God, that sucks. But who knows? Maybe next year. I'll, next year I'll make it to VidCon. I think what's cool about some conventions is is when you are doing cosplay, everybody's famous. Like I love it so much because when you come, when you show up with a cool costume, you have to like just stop. And I've seen this with people before where they just have to stop, and people are just taking pictures of them. And it's just you get to show your talents, or yeah. just like show what you're passionate about. It's so yeah. Cool. I got a great Naruto costume. I was in Naruto for Halloween. Actually, no, it was. It was 2020, so it was like Halloween, the first year of the pandemic, and like I just dressed up just to take pictures in my apartment and then like sit on my couch and watch a movie. Yeah, I was like, been there. I'm gonna get a costume for this year where I'm not leaving my home. Yeah, I did that. I did the same thing. You I did, did like uh, did like the one of the exes from Scott Pilgrim. Uh, what's her name? The the one with the the with the sword the belt the belt sword what's her name her name's I, like Rocket or something right someone someone said it Roxy, Roxy. Yeah. yeah took those pictures in my apartment posted yeah. them and did not go outside it's yeah. sad but it I was is. like I love I love any excuse to dress up yeah uh, well the great part is is like now I know I've just got a Naruto costume that I can reuse you have yeah. that if anyone I, ever makes you mad and they're like hey meet me here and we're gonna fight. You know if you get dressed up in that and you show up, they're going to be scared. Yeah. They'll oh, be like, yeah. uh-oh. They're going to be you so mean scared. I mean, I'm a pretty formidable opponent. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell <laughs> if anybody wants to fight. <laughs> I do have a convention story. I, it's actually, it was my first VidCon ever. Uh, you remember Dark Cube? Yes, I do remember Dark Cube. Yes. This is a weird, it was a weird, weird inside joke. But it was so at fun. So it was our first VidCon ever. Like the whole crew was there. OG Smosh Games. Everybody was all together. And for some reason, like some places had, you know, like when you buy a drink, they'll have those like light up rainbow ice cube things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all just like kept them with us, and it was nighttime, and we were walking in between events at at VidCon, and we would just throw them into the abyss. <laughs> And then hope that we found them later. Just And that was like something we did throughout the night. And that was just our inside joke. And yeah. it became like, you know when an inside joke just becomes like almost like a cult? Like yeah. it just becomes the thing that you guys just do. It was. Mm -hmm. That reminded me, okay, I'm sorry. Jamie's in the back and she does this when we record normally also where she says, hey, pick up the pace, idiot. We got to keep it moving. But that reminded me of like one of the most infuriating moments of my life. I was at Disneyland. And it was when they just opened up like the Avengers place. And they have the Ant-Man themed restaurant. Yeah. And I went there and got food and they've got like this giant pretzel. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, like you got a drink. Do you want to add like these cool like light up things to it like for an extra price? And I was like, sure. I looked at the receipt and it was like $15. And I had this little tiny like Ant-Man like little Pym particle capsule in my drink. And I, I, got, I finished my drink. I was like, I cannot believe I just spent that much money. I like keep, They got you. I keep it on my desk at home as a reminder of how 
mad I was <laughs> and how the next time I go to Disneyland, I am not spending a single penny. <laughs> the next time I spend penny. money you're to going go back, to Disneyland. You're going back to that restaurant <laughs> yeah. so that they can ask you if you want yeah. that little capsule in there so you Just can look like, them in the face and say, absolutely not. No, no, no. Do you remember my face? <laughs> Do you remember me? I came here three years ago <laughs> and you sold you. me that damn capsule. And you, you hold so it up, dumb. and they're like, they're like, you kept it? And you're like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> and you're going to eat it! They're like, I don't want to eat it! And you're like, yeah! Oh, so I would say that the three of us are like pretty chronically online. Oh, I'm so cr- online, I'm sick to the bone. Yeah. yeah. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. So I, I personally, when I spend a lot of time online, because what happens is I get home from work and then it's like 5, 6 p.m. And I think, you know what? This is a great time to take an hour-long nap, uh-huh. which is not a great idea. And then sure. it's 2 a.m., and I'm like, I'm not tired at all. And then all my friends have gone to bed because they're responsible adults. And I'm like, well, what's there to do? But just go down an time internet to be rabbit online. hole. <laughs> an internet rabbit hole. An internet rabbit hole. Do you guys have any, any internet rabbit holes that you're particularly fond of to go down in those moments? Yes, yeah, so I... I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but you know how on TikTok something crazy happens and then there's a part two to explain everything, right? Yeah. Can I swear? Yeah. I am a part two slut. <laughs> I, I have to know the whole story of anything when someone finds a cat under a car or like, I am about to cut my bangs. I'm like, I have to know the entire story, how you feel, <laughs> where are you now? Like, I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. You just, it's funny because you get to the part two and sometimes you've got to like click into the sound and scroll down like two pages of TikToks to be like, where is the original? Yeah. Or when like people turn off comment sections. Oh. That oh, is yeah. the funniest thing to me. Like someone will post a TikTok that is just so dumb and then they'll turn <laughs> off the comments and then you click on the sound yeah. and it'll just be a black screen that says comment section. Yeah, someone makes a new <laughs> yeah. TikTok yeah. to be in the comment section to, to their sound. So, so people can just roast whoever posted that original dumb TikTok. And you're like, I gotta find they the comment section. They find a way. They yeah. always find a way. They always find a way. I actually had a question for it. This is a rabbit hole. Yeah. This is something that I started getting served on TikTok. Uh, there is an Italian deli. This is in Italy. Oh, yeah. And yes, I'm curious if anyone else has seen this guy. But he makes sandwiches, 
and he makes the most unhinged sandwiches I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. He will take an entire ball of mozzarella, he'll chop that in half, slap those on the bread, take a bunch of uh, prosciutto or pr- what, like and, and just and just just layers it on, smashes the bread together, stuff shoots out everywhere. It's nuts. <laughs> and he's just speaking Italian the whole time. He's like mozzarella de buffalo, and he's just like slapping it. And I'm like, these look insane. And all the comments are like, I'm thirsty looking at this. My mouth is dry. Like this is awful. But I, I want you to see them sometime because I want you to critique them as a, yeah. as a cook. Shane's um, rabbit hole is just, dude, I found this crazy fucking sandwich. <laughs> I found the craziest sandwich. Uh, I do get served a lot of cooking TikTok stuff, yeah. but most of it is always out in the middle of the woods. Like, it's yeah, some guy cooking. cooking. Yeah, it's some it. guy cooking, but he has to cook on a hot stone over a, a fire yeah. in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. And I'm like, <laughs> do you not have a kitchen? Like, just cook there. But yeah. it looks incredible. And I'm like, I can't, this isn't like instructional for me because I can't go out to the middle of the woods yeah. with uh, five heads of garlic and, yeah. and a slab of steak and cook out there. No, I, I, there was this guy in high school that I used to watch all the time. It was like, you know how people watch like videos on YouTube or certain channels to like help them fall asleep? This was that for me, like I, it was this guy and he would just like go out into the woods and his knife was just this like hunk of obsidian, okay. like sharpened obsidian. Okay, Minecraft. And he'd just start like cutting potatoes and like frying stuff and he just do these like really close up shots of just like, He's just got like a pot out on a fire in the middle of the woods. He's like going to a babbling creek and scooping up some water. It's like, and it was just the most calming thing for me. And I just fall asleep watching. Wow. wow. Yeah. I wonder if there's like makeup routines in the middle of the woods. You know, like <laughs> we should we should explore this. Yeah. We should Today do more I'm things in the woods. I'm trying to impress Sasquatch. Um, <laughs> hopefully they this see. This is me. my Sasquatch look. <laughs> Holding um, up a rock, just like. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm gonna smear my foundation on with. It's just a leaf. <laughs> um, I do have an actual rabbit hole I fell down this year. Like yeah. actual weird rabbit hole. Um, have you? You've probably heard of the back rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did a sketch about it on Smosh recently because nobody I, watched I'd, it. It's I'd fine. wanted. I'd, I watched it. I'd wanted to make it for Thank like a you. year because I've, I've been great. obsessed with it. Um, you really did. You really pushed me down for I, a long time. I got obsessed with the back rooms. So basically, for those who don't know, it's like. You know how in video games, if you like, your character clips out of the, the yeah. game and you clip like out of the whatever and it glitches out. It's kind of like what if that happens in real life and. Effectively, the internet decided that you end up in this infinite liminal space that looks like an abandoned office building. Yeah. With fluorescent lights and like, and it's all just a little uncomfortable. Like yellow wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, it's just really uncomfortable. But that's just level zero or one. And it turns out there's like oh, nearly infinite levels. Yeah. And they, people have like detailed what all these levels have. And they've even gone through all the people that are in every level. There's like a cult that exists yeah. that, that they worship this like parrot or this parakeet. Um, and there's there's levels eventually that are just open fields with dragons. Oh. There's all sorts of stuff. There's the he pool knows rooms. A lot. <laughs> there's eventually levels yeah, that are the pool deep, rooms man. and they have water. Yeah. But it only goes like knee deep and you yeah. have to get through those. Dude, real, this really has been a rabbit hole. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I spent the whole night and I kept being like, oh, there's another level. And you get, <laughs> you'd, you'd get to the end of this Wikipedia page for level 372 and it's like, 
And then if you do this, you end up in level 375. And you're like, what? Okay. But they sometimes bring you back to level two. And then you might end up at level 999. It's all over the place. Yeah, you sound crazy. Yeah. I am. <laughs> the, 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 I was there, man. I saw the these levels, man. I saw the back rooms, man. Dude, I saw them, man. I the, saw level 35, man. <laughs> The, Elmo was there. The most I know about the back rooms is like the videos that Matt Pat has done on it. That makes sense. Oh my god! Shout out sense. to Matt Pat. I highly, I highly recommend like taking a look at it, looking it up on the internet. Yeah. It's a fun rabbit hole. It's cool. It's one of those things that like if you stumble upon one of those really popular videos that's like about the back rooms, where just someone is filming a video with their friends and then they all of a sudden are just in there by themselves. It's just like. You just kind of submit to this experience, like, okay, this is the backrooms. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it seems endless. And well, there's this like genre on YouTube. It's called analog horror, but it's like that's I think that's the, yeah, yeah. It's these people that just like independently make these YouTube videos that detail the most just like screwed up scenarios and weird stuff. There's like the the Mandela catalog is that one? Cool. Wow. Um, yeah, the backrooms is one. Um, Petscop is another one. Never wow, heard I've, that word I've never before. heard of this, but I love that there are people out in the crowd. They're like, yes. It's like. Yes, that's my favorite. Yeah, no, there's these whole channels that like people just create these like super like well-detailed stories based around these like things that like are kind of real life, but it's called analog. And, and you watch and it. there'll just be like 30 videos on one channel. And it just goes, Matt Pat does a lot of videos on him. That's why I okay. know about him. And he goes through all the... He, he puts it's just the kind of the nice video version of, like, creepypastas. Yeah, and stuff kind like of. That. I love that stuff. I, um, the, one, the one rabbit hole that I really go down is, like, pretty depressing. Okay. It's, like, very existential. But I don't know if anybody's ever been on Wikipedia and seen the Wikipedia page for the timeline of the far future... One, one guy. person. Dead silence. One man. One person. That was a quiet crowd just then. That is huge. One guy. No, yeah. so. <laughs> the future. The Love fu- it. Future. <laughs> Nicole's sitting over there, and I was hoping she would laugh at that. We no. make a lot of sponge. She hates reference. the future. <laughs> no, so like, it's this Wikipedia page, and basically scientists decided that the best use of their time was to take all of the knowledge that they had about the universe and how it works and detail how over the next like quadrillion years mm-hmm. things would happen. So it like goes down. It's like a bullet point list of like in 1,000 years, this is going to happen. In 2,000 years, this is going to happen. And it goes all the way down basically until they predict like the collapse of the universe. Like wow. every star in the universe has turned into a black hole and they've all sucked each other up and the universe, like, it's just like the second Big Bang. It rebirths itself. And how does that make you feel? Like the most insignificant speck (laughs) of, like, I just sit there reading for hours about how, like, oh, yeah, in one trillion years, the Earth will finally be sucked up by the sun as it is turned into, like, a dwarf-like giant star, something like that. And I'm just like, I'm nothing. I am, I'm nobody, I am nothing. I gotta wake up in four hours to do my silly cooking videos. Oh my God. 
Thank, I'm glad you enjoy the silly cooking videos because it's the only thing keeping me sane. <laughs> but that's just a game theory, so. <laughs> but that's just, just a, a theory. theory. A game theory. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Wow. Uh, Matt Pack, come on the show or whatever. <laughs> I think that's what I say when I reference someone. I say, come yeah. on the show, and then maybe he'll come. Yeah, maybe. 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 He's a nice guy. I mean, you guys came on the show. That's pretty huge. We did. Thank did you. Did you tell well, us to? Yeah. I mean, Rhett grabbed me and threw me <laughs> from Los Angeles all the way here to Texas. It's uh, crazy like being... Like a javelin. Yeah. It's crazy being a guy like... I'm, I'm thin. I'm wiry. I'm not like a big guy. I tell people that I don't feel like I give off tall energy. Like about when we were doing our meet and greets, like... Half the people that came in said, you're so much taller than I expected. And I was like, thank you, I know. I seem really small. I've got a small personality. Um, but it's crazy being like, I'm six foot four. Last time I went to the doctor, that's what they measured me in wow. at. Wow. And then I said, wow. yeah, thank you, everyone. Pretty big accomplishment for me. I know. Thank you. Thank you to my dad. Um, you're like if they sliced the, the rock vertically and then <laughs> got rid of one of the sides. Yeah, but like in the thirds. Yeah, in the I thirds. I think I'm a third as wide as the rock. Wow. Um, but yeah, then I stand next to Rhett, and I'm just like, hey, Dad. <laughs> hey, I hey, think partner. everyone does that. Yeah. And then I stand next to Lincoln, and I'm like, hey, pal. <laughs> How's it going, kiddo? <laughs> I remember first meeting them, and I thought like Link was like 5'8". Like, That's I, what he, everyone you, he, thinks. It looks like that. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit. Standing next to Rhett, anyone looks 5'8". Yeah. yeah. But Rhett did a great job of saving those uh, hobbits in Lord of the Rings <laughs> and taking them out of that forest. You know, he was really yeah. fantastic. For the next segment of our show, we're going to roast my bosses. We just roast the <laughs> shit out of Rhett. Yeah. Link wears glasses. He's blind. Hey. Speaking of roasting, you, because you were on our Rhett and Link is Dead funeral series. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You were arguably the best one on that one. Dude, if you have And you were a seen... last second, like, that was a last second thing. Yeah, Josh was supposed to be. So if you haven't seen on Smosh, they do a series where they have a funeral, which is basically where they put someone in a casket and then they have like 10 people just roast them. Yeah. And then they're just sitting in the casket, like, half laughing, half crying. But they did it for Rhett and Link, and Josh was supposed to roast them, but he wasn't available, so they're like, hey, Trevor, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I got some jokes. <laughs> um, we, had to build, we had to build a second, even longer casket Yeah. to make that episode work. I, you, can, you can guess who it was for. Yeah. But if you want to see me make, like, way too many jokes about Rhett having missionary sex with his <laughs> wife... Go watch the video. Um, that episode got like way hornier than I thought it was going I loved, to. I yeah, love that your, your bit made Ian uncomfortable. <laughs> do you yeah, know how hard Ian that is to do? Stop across yeah. the set. <laughs> it was un like when I was doing it, you know, I was in the zone. I was like, this is hilarious. They're in the casket laughing. And then the next day I went to work and had to look him in the eyes. And I was like, I didn't think this through. No. <laughs> no. I didn't think this. And then Rhett. Wherever he is, screw you. We're in, wow. We're in our like company-wide like monthly meeting, 
and Link wasn't there, so it was just Rhett leading it. And he's like, yeah, if you didn't know, we did a video over on Smosh, and Trevor had some really nice jokes. And I'm just sitting there, like, head buried in my hands. And then he looks me in the eye, and he says, Trevor, I want you to know that Jesse and I had missionary sex in your (laughs) honor last night. I was like, dude, is that your way of asking me to quit? I like, I don't know what you want from me. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, it was, um, it's still hard and he still gives me crap. Bad phrase. I don't even have to roast you. You're just doing it yourself. You yeah. walked right into the skewer. Yeah, You're roasted. My fault. My fault. Um, yeah, no, it's still tough to look him in the eyes. And also, Jesse is just the sweetest person ever. Yeah. And she wasn't there, so it's, like, it's easy to make fun of Rhett, you know? Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's goofy old Rhett. And then the next time I saw Jesse, and I was like, I'm <laughs> deeply sorry. <laughs> I, she tweeted at me when the video came yeah. out, and I was like, I, I don't know what to say. Oh, like, God. I'm just really sorry that you had to hear that and see that. Um, but you know, as the as but you were very funny. You oh, killed it. Thank you. It was thank a great you. episode. If you haven't watched it, if you haven't watched it, please check it out. Yeah, it's funny, um, and you'll know the source of my eternal embarrassment. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on. By the way, again, I is this over? Yeah, no, it's over. Bye, everyone. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, get um, out. No, we were talking about because like I'm the only show that we have that like consistently has guests. And so when we were planning this, we were like, well, who do you want to have as a guest? And I was like, ideally, nobody. Because, <laughs> like, sometimes I'll have a guest on and I've never talked to them before in my life. And it's a crapshoot. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, I vibe with you so good and we're having the best time ever. And then other times I'm like, you're giving me nothing. <laughs> Like, I am getting nothing from you right now. I am putting the entire conversation on my shoulders. Oh, gosh. And they were like, well, you got to have a guest. And I was like, can we just, like, drag Shane and Courtney out to Austin? Because I like them. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. This has been great. They're all here for you. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I just started hearing someone yell it out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's fitting because... Uh, uh, obviously, Trevor, you've ruined my life in a lot of ways. Um, on, um, yeah, uh, successfully. <laughs> uh, you know, I like to tweet on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, you started replying to my tweets saying, oh, another banger. Another banger by Shane Top from iCarly. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that happened when I was pooping one day. Um, makes sense. Because, like, Shane and I knew each other before that, and we had fun, and I was like, I see so many people reply to Shane's tweets with these memes that are like, oh, like, and it's just like, there goes Shane again, or whatever, in some funny format. I was like, I feel like I could make one of those. And I just had this funny picture of a cat in my phone. Horrible quality. Yeah, terrible. Deep fried, crunchy. Really deep fried, yeah. Crunchy cat. Um, yeah, if you don't know, Shane and I are bitter rivals. Yes. Um, we've fought multiple times, greased in the parking lot. Yeah. Always to a draw. That's actually why he had to come, so we could finally settle it. I didn't even realize until we were like, well, we're going to have Shane on. We got to talk about our rivalry. And then I was just like scrolling through like sh- all of Shane's tweets, and I was like, oh, like I kind of did ruin his life a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've gotten creative. They have. There is. Yeah. It's it's transcended into a crazy sphere. Yeah. Uh, it, it's nuts. Which, like, again, I was taking a shit, and just like, how could I make a funny meme to reply to his tweet? And then it became this whole thing. That, I feel like those are the jokes that somehow latch on. Like the jokes oh, that yeah. I spend the most time working on do not get any traction. No yeah. but, traction. But like, for instance, when I when I went out and did try not to laugh one time, and I just was like, oh. I got a dumb joke that I'll do for Noah, and I went out with a red phone and was just like, I'm just gonna call every pizza place <laughs> and say yeah. they're my favorite. Yeah. I, I did not expect people to like it, yeah. like, but it, boy, it really, it really caught on. Yeah. Uh, I remember you telling me about that. Like, we just saw each other one time after I posted the meme. He's like, no, that's gonna be a thing. He's like, those are the dumb jokes that people latch on to, yes. and they're gonna hold on to it and cherish it and recreate it for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're you're my favorite pizza place. Okay. <laughs> you're okay. my favorite pizza place. That's <laughs> actually one of my favorite hoodies that I own. So I which have one? the light hoodie. blue one. Or yeah, the... I have the light blue, like kind of crystal yeah. wash one with the pizza on the back. That's pretty one. awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty good hoodie. Good. I've seen some people here today wearing it. It's, yeah, it's dope. Oh yeah, Hell yeah. That's yeah. the Slush Cult collab. Yeah. That was like oh, our first on. collab. Yeah. We gotta do more of those. Um, hey everyone, it's Trevor from the future here, and you're listening to the show that I did live at Mythicon, and at this point in the episode, Shane and I hashed out our rivalry, we did a little meme off with all three of us, me, Shane, and Courtney, um, and we did a little recounting of the rivalry via a documentary that Jamie and I made that I thought was really funny, um, and it was a really funny, amazing part of the show, but sadly, because of the nature of it, we could only put it in the video version. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but it'll be out the Monday after this episode released please check out that video uh it's really funny definitely go give it a give it a watch over on youtube and see the the epic battle uh thank you for listening though 
sadly to say, I'll never do anything better than that. So no, that is <laughs> your best. You said. never know. You never know. Yeah, That's that was. Um, people have. They've done a lot with that. I mean, it's it's kind of my legacy now. I might try again, you know, in a couple years once it's died down a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. But it's been fun. How does it feel to be like a loser? (laughs) (laughs) I want you to start introing every guest on this show with that. (laughs) No matter who it is. Be like, oh, thanks for being here. Uh, What's it like to be a loser? (laughs) So do you guys feel better now? Do you feel like this conflict has been resolved and like maybe there's like a hug? I mean, no. Should we hug? Should we hug? All right, we can hug. Okay. I'll hug you. All right, fine. Get up. It's happening. I'm stuck. This is. Get out. I love you guys. The real star of the show is Courtney for putting up with both of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's very entertaining watching boys fight. I don't yeah. know why. Shane would beat me in a fight, though. That's why I, I won't have, actually I fight actually him. I actually don't know if that's... I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> confident saying I could beat anyone in a well, fight. Well, come on. There's some mud out there. Let's grease them up. You know... <laughs> Yeah, if you want to see Shane and I fight, there's going to be an unmarked trail into the forest. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be greased up, <laughs> yeah. covered in mud, <laughs> and we'll just be out there hanging and out. And they for... find our bodies the next day murdered by wild hogs. <laughs> Both of us. Yeah. <laughs> just impaled. <laughs> um, yeah, so on that note, uh, Jamie, is this like where we end the show or whatever? Is that what we do? You know, just if you feel like it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much, both of you. Thanks for, for having being us. Here. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. Yeah, wow. thank you. You guys are, great. You guys are, you guys so are cool. awesome. Seriously. This is so fun. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for coming to watch. This has been amazing. I hope you've had an amazing weekend. I hope you're having wow. fun. Um, yeah. yeah, and thanks for hanging out. It's Mythicon a- 2020 Jam! Yeah! 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 Um, Yeah, this has been Trevor Rose Shane live on stage at Mythicon, a.k.a. Trevor talks too much about how much better he is than Shane. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much, everyone. I love iCarly!